This is episode 27 of Soundproofist, and today we're going to learn about a new app that launched in fall 2022 for iOS devices called Write Avenues. The app is basically a platform that helps you file noise complaints in New York City, and the complaints go directly into the city's 311 reporting system. But unlike 311 itself, the Write Avenues app helps you to structure that complaint data so that it will be easier to track and use as a problem-solving tool later. About 300 cities use the 311 system for reporting non-emergency issues like noise or streetlights or traffic lights that aren't working anymore or trees that fell down or block garages and other issues. Some cities offer an app for 311 in addition to a phone number or a website where you can file a complaint. However, the 311 system doesn't aggregate all the complaints so you can view them in a group for a particular area. And you can't see how many other complaints might exist. And if you file a noise complaint, 311 doesn't have a way to classify the type of noise, so the data is organized into categories like street noise or construction noise. 311 data is open source, so if you know how to use the existing data, it's a good starting point. Today, we're going to learn more from the app's creator, Jimin Park. So welcome. Please introduce yourself and your project to our listeners. Sure. First of all, I want to introduce myself briefly. I'm Jimin. <laughs> I have a background in urban planning and psychology. I have lived in New York City almost 10 years this year, but I'm basically from South Korea. And first day I got New York City, I realized it's a noisy city, but I didn't take it serious. I thought like New York City is just new, it's a busy city, I have to get used to it. But it became a serious topic when I became a mother and when I moved to Upper West Side in Manhattan for my daughter's education. And then it became a serious topic and I wanted to find a way that I can like mitigate the noise level of my apartment. But then I think there's no way I mean, technology has evolved so much, <laughs> like, like uh, ways people participate, the traffic information, and they cross-source uh, user data to come up with something. But like for the noise, I couldn't do anything. And I wanted to see, maybe I picked the wrong spot in my neighborhood. So I wanted to visualize the noise data on a map to find my place to live less noisier area. And then I realized that noise is everywhere in New York City, but different type of noise. Like some area is helicopter noise clustered and some area where like a street and like sidewalk noise was serious. So I thought it would be useful to other neighbors as well, not only me. So I shared it on the next door and people reacted <laughs> to my map and like I got like more than 200 people like visiting my website to only to see the map. And then I came up with an idea, maybe I could do something that would be useful to other people and other New Yorkers because noise is a problem. There's a problem, but a topic that doesn't have a real solution, especially the technology driven solution. So that's how I started 
And I'm an urban planner, but not like a policy uh, approach, but I work with the data. So I used to make a map with the, using the data. And my husband is a software engineer. So he helps me a lot to do all the backend data things. So that's how I could start with a mobile app uh, with a really low cost. So what tools are you using to measure the noise? Are you measuring decibel levels? Are you just taking note of like, oh, it's really loud right here? What exactly? That's a good question. Right now, I only use the 311 noise complaint data. It's an open source data. So when I started making a map, I downloaded the 311 noise complaint data and plotted the data on a map. In only this way, I was able to see the noise pattern. But it would be ideal there is a like data that measure the decibel of all the New York City. I know that there is a institution like from the NYU research lab, they did a pilot research that installed some like sensor that tracked the decibel level of the noise, but it's not spread all entire New York City. It's only some spots. So mm-hmm. I thought it's not it's not actionable to make it into the mobile app, yeah. You have an app. Can they use the app to file a complaint? Or is it simply to look at the data through the app? Well, right now, I made it possible to submit the noise complaint directly on my map. For the construction noise, I'm working on other type of noise as well. So for like file the noise on my app, I forward that complaint directly to the 311 and issue the ticket number to the users. So in that way, people can track their complaints on my app. And also they can track like how many like complaints they submitted and they can see like, like where they submitted. Because whenever I like submit a complaint to 311 app, there is a 311 mobile application, but I can only submit noise for street noise. And I couldn't file the noise for construction or other types of noise to the mobile app. So I am trying to make it possible all the type of noise to be available on my app. So I have actually, I've opened up the app here on my phone. And I see here there is a button for report noise. Now, I don't want to mess up your data by reporting noises. But if I was to do that, let's just say I was in New York right now and there's construction noise and I want to report it, I would press this button. Can I press it without triggering any? I'll do it. This feature requires sign up. Okay, (laughs) I'm not signed up. So actually, maybe you could walk me through how to file a complaint through the app. So you click report noise, it automatically finds your location. You can just change the location for the noise spot and confirm. And right now I'm working on other noise type, working hard to edit. So for the construction noise, just tap the construction noise and and see it's whether it's a jackhammer or construction equipment and whether it's a noise from street or it's from the building construction. And then how long does it last? So we select how many hours, And then we have to put the details of the noise in order to file the noise to 311. And then once you confirm, it goes to the 311 system. I try to make it really easy because in order to file the construction noise 
we have to go to the website and we have to type all the details, like uh, how, when did it start, when did it end, but I made it like how long does it last? So it automatically calculate the start time and ending time. So you have construction noise, you have like automotive noise, I think you do, or traffic noise. That was one of the options. Yes. You have helicopter or aircraft noise in general, right, is another one. Yes. So people experiencing, I know already there are people who are going directly to 311 with noise complaints about the helicopters, the tourist helicopters. This is great. I'm also wondering if, are you able to scale this at all beyond New York City? That's my gore because noise is not just New York City problem. It's a like problem with where they're densely populated area in Paris, London. So my yeah, that would be my next step. But I make it like a service that all the New Yorkers knows and use. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's the thing is I think a lot of people don't know about it yet. Yeah, I just released like three weeks ago. Okay, wow, congratulations. Very early stage. And the reason I started is like technology verbs and people, citizens are not just a recipient of the data, but they become a provider, right? They see the data, they are make, having a benefit from the data that other people are providing. And people are also providing the data to be useful for others, but for noise, People submit the complaints and it becomes a data, but the ordinary people don't have a chance to see their data. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, I think it's empowering when you see other people are also reporting it. All other people are also experiencing this. So you don't feel so isolated dealing with this situation. You know, you're not the only one. And I think it helps also to kind of sort of build a critical mass of information and feedback to the city so that they know the more people that complain, the more likely they are to listen. If there's just one complaint, unless it's a really significant complaint, it may not have as much impact. Yeah. And like when there is no complaint data, like government officials say, oh, it's a quiet area, <laughs> they think. There's no issue with noise. So I'm not saying we are a complainer by complaining the noise. We are people who are trying to solve the noise issues. I'm not the person who are like providing any noise solution. I'm, I'm trying to make a platform that people can participate and gather to come up with a like great idea. And when there's a data, it becomes a powerful tool to make change. But right now, there is open data. Anyone can just go to the website and download the noise complaint data, but not every people like make use of the data and visualizing it on the map to see the noise pattern. Exactly. They may not know how to do it or whatever, and having this done already. So basically, you are combining both an input mechanism to make it easier and more detailed to submit a 311 complaint about noise, but you're also able to aggregate data that didn't come through your app. Even if someone went directly to 311, it's going to show up on this map. Is that correct? Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. Right now, uh, people, I don't want to mix the data with the 311 because when they submit the 311 data, it goes to the 311 system, but it takes several days to become the data. 
uh, when people submit the noise data directly on my map, I want to make it possible to see their own data on my map. Yeah, it gets mixed. I see. Okay, so in other words, what we're looking at here is noise data submitted through your app, but not noise data gone directly to 311 outside your app. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. How would someone find the noise data not through your app? I mean, ideally, more people would just use your app, and you need more data that goes right through your app so that you can filter it in this way and categorize it. How would someone find the data that was submitted previous to your app's existence, for example? Like if they want to say, historically, has there been a lot of noise in this community, like say a year ago or five years ago? Is there a way to find that out? So that's why I'm going to keep using the 311 data because until my app becomes popular and also like when you use this here, I made it possible to see the data by changing the date range. So here right now I'm looking all the data for the last 12 months, one year. But yeah, people can see the last six months and the last one months and people can see whether it's night noise or daytime noise. I'm trying to make it available to users many options to look at the data with different perspectives, like whether there's a noise during the nighttime, whether there's a noise during the last 12 months or six months using all the functions that people can select by themselves. You know, what's interesting also, and I think as you get more users, you will start to see more of these hotspots on Central Park itself, because right now people are reporting from their homes. But I've heard that the helicopter noise is substantial over Central Park at times, sometimes drowning out recreational activities or Shakespeare in the park or something like that. And so I think as you get more users and they're walking their dog in the park or whatever, they can submit that. Exactly. And also before like, I released this mobile uh, service, I've been helping some like, in the noise-related activists by making them map. Yeah, it's a helicopter noise map that I made for Stop the Chop because even like activists who are paying attention to the data, but there's no way to see the data on the map. So I visualized a helicopter noise data starting from 2018 to April 2022 for four years. So when as the data aggregates, we are able to see the patterns and the clusters on a single map. And it's really interesting where, where it is. It's very concentrated in very specific areas, which I knew already from having talked to Stop the Chop. Wow. But that is also a reason why perhaps it's been so difficult to make progress with some legislation that closes down some of those heliports or something is because only certain neighborhoods are affected and it's easy for the city to kind of go, well, these people are, you know, they just live there and they're maybe upscale and they're bothered by this more than other people would be. So we're, we can't do this because of the industry, you know, the tourist industry. Right. So like another problem when it comes to noise complaint process is we have to like write it down exact location of the noise source and people are not like really sure where it is coming from. Right. That is one of the problem when filing the noise complaint. And also like for like other types of noise, especially helicopter, people need to distinguish 
whether it's a noise from NYPD helicopter or it's from the sightseeing, it's a first step in order to buy the noise. And there's no way people find the type of helicopter from the ground. It's like whenever we have an earthquake, for example, people don't know initially where the epicenter is, but they collect a lot of data from people who report, oh, I felt it or something fell off a shelf and broke. So they're collecting data initially on the various reports of different people and how intensely they felt it, if they heard a sound. All of those things are very relevant. And then eventually, you know, maybe within a few minutes even, sometimes they can pinpoint what was the epicenter. But the data about the impact in the greater area is very significant and important as well. So I think if you look at this data, obviously, you know, if you have a jackhammer right in front of your building, you know exactly what the source is. But there's going to be so many times when you're bothered by noise and you don't know where it's coming from. And that's very important to collect, even if you don't know the source. And so is there a mechanism already built into your app where you can either state that you know the source, where it's located, or you don't know the source, but you're hearing it at your address? That's a great point. Because like we were, I mean, my team were working hard on making this noise complaint process smooth and easy as possible. And that was the one of the things that we are paying attention. Like because we are not 311, we are making the process easy for users, but we still have to forward that data to the 311 system. And we have to write it down the exact address when we are filing the noise to 311. So what we are trying to do is make a option button when people are not sure about the exact address of the noise source, they click the selection that it is not an exact address. So then we automatically write it down in the description form that it is not the exact location, but is somewhere else near the address. That's good. Okay. Because otherwise it discourages users to buy the noise, but it doesn't really have to be the exact noise. It's somewhere else. We don't know But for example, when I have a noise issue in my apartment, I don't know which, which unit it is coming from. So yeah, but it's somewhere in this floor or the next floor, but there is noise. And that's the, that is more important than like finding the exact location. and. I think encouraging users to speak up and share their noise issue experience is more important than like finding out the exact address in order to complain. I think one difference also, at least in the last conversation I had with Arlene Bronzaft, was apparently in New York, there are different departments who handle certain types of noise complaints. So it's not always a police issue. You have like the health department, I think it is, who's investigating certain things. And she mentioned like how there used to be sort of precinct-based cars that would try to identify, but I don't think they exist right now. The precinct-based cars that would, the one that was assigned to locate the source of the noise that was complained about in a particular area. And not every city has that, but I think it's a great way to almost identify like who needed to respond to this and was it responded to? Who gets this data and do they get it in real time? Is this Department of Health actually receiving this 311 complaint at a time when they could actually go investigate it? Or is it just, oh, we got these complaints last night. Well, the noise isn't happening anymore, so we don't know where it was, you know? Is there a possibility that there's an action-related 
thing that can happen in real time when you have a noise like this and you don't know the source, but you know where you're hearing it. Yeah, I think when it goes to the, it is noise type that is responsible for NIPD. It goes directly to the NIPD and they comes to check the noise. And so like the party and music noise, it goes to the NIPD, so the police department. But for example, like construction noise, it goes to department of building if it's a building related construction. And for the construction on the ground, it goes to the department of transportation. It's all divided and I don't think that the Department of Building and Department of Transportation comes right after they receive the complaints. But for the NYPD, I think they are responding to when they get the noise complaint and they update the 311 status, whether it's closed. Yeah. Wow, I'm very impressed with this. And I think it's really great because you have given both a instant feedback kind of app where people can see, like the restaurant noise app, you can kind of see who else has complained about this, you know, about the exact same place and what they've said. But also by structuring the data, by having a few filters that users can use, you can kind of structure exactly and be more specific than you might be if you just saw raw data. You know, it's already structured into construction and to other types of noise and being able to see it in a hotspot on a map. I think it's great. I really want to see more people using this and knowing about it. I think a lot of people may not know about it yet because it's so new. And it is available for Android and for iPhone, correct? Right now, it's only for iPhone. Oh, it's just for iPhone. Okay. It will be available for Android very soon. Okay. Yeah. That's always a challenge, too, is getting the multi-platform thing. So, okay, iPhone users can use it right now. It's available in the App Store. I think I'm going to set up an account just so I can watch and see what's happening on it. And thank you so much for doing this. Like a, a great service. Yeah, it's a great encouragement for me. So thank you, Jimin, for sharing this information about your noise complaint app. And those of you who live in New York City, I encourage you to download the Right Avenues app from the App Store and start using it if you experience something like loud helicopter noise, construction noise, or street noise that you think is significant. This data is helpful for solving noise problems, and it also helps users identify which neighborhoods are noisier than others. Let's say they're looking for a place to live or to work. Thanks for listening. For more information on this app, visit rightavenues.com and for more information about noise and acoustics, visit soundproofist.com.